Hello, gorgeous human beings. Uh, I am Alana Abby Walker, and this is the Academy of Self Loves podcast. I am obsessed with all things self development and have learned so much on my self development journey and through life that I want to share it all with you guys. This is a podcast about self love and self worth and why these factors are the key ingredients to you living the life of your dreams and being the person you've always dreamed of being. Self-love and self-worth turn your dreams into reality, and I'm going to show you how episode by episode. So this is sort of an impromptu episode. Uh, Up until now, I have really tried to structure uh, the way these episodes go in in a different way. I'm a list girl, so obviously I have my list of talking points and personal stories and things like that and I have already such a long list of uh, of topics that I have developed and have been thinking about for so long about talking uh, on a podcast about um, but this just feels like the right time to do something like this to do something totally out of the blue not planned whatsoever um, besides the introduction I don't have anything written down <laughs> Um, so a little different than the way I normally do things. Anyway, um, I have been, like I said, having, uh, trouble picking, uh, topics because there's so many and I'm like, oh, I want to start with this one. I want to go with this one. I want to go with that one. Anyway, this is what we're going to talk about today. And I'm not going to introduce the topic yet. You'll figure it out as we go along in this personal anecdote. So, um, a little background, I realize I need to probably do an about me podcast and tell everyone who I am and my background and why, you know, you can even bother listening to my podcast about self-love and um, besides obviously having good information that hopefully, you know, you retain just from watching, um, there's a lot of background and a lot of studying and years of trial and error that sort of come Uh, have come to this point where I feel confident in being able to coach people, talk to people, work with people one-on-one, or on this platform, you know, be able to give this information for free because this is years of, um, you know, like I said, a journey for me of, you know, who knows how much money I've put into self-improvement and uh, all the different types of therapies and, um, so many different types of healings and and coaching and things like this and it's just time to sort of it feels right uh at this point to be able to talk about all of this confidently and know that i know my shit anyway um so why i am so (laughs) feeling uh you know very spontaneous uh, the past two days is um, yesterday I finished most of my exams for my exchange. Um, I have been living in France now for a year. I took a one-way ticket to France uh, last January to the south of France and then moved up to Paris in April. And, uh, and have been doing an exchange semester uh, abroad here in Paris um, at a sister university at University Paris Dauphin. 
And um, it's been incredible. It's been such an amazing experience. Um, but this past year has been one of the most challenging times of my entire life. It has also been one of the most incredible times of my life. And um, all of that is sort of coming to a close, you know, the, the end of the year is coming, New Year's is coming up. Um, I have a birthday in January, uh, early January, which always gets me sort of contemplating and thinking about things that have gone right and wrong and what I want to work on in the next year and who I want to be and all these things start to come up. Um, and yeah, and then the end of this chapter, I, uh, haven't booked the flight yet. <laughs> um, but it is official. I am going to be going back to Canada, um, from France, uh, from Paris, um, most likely in mid January. So a lot of things are coming to an end and a lot of things are transitioning and changing and there has just been so much growth and so many amazing things that I have learned um, some very painful things I've learned <laughs> but it's just been overall um, a really special time in my life and so anyway after about five coffees yesterday to get through these the, the most stressful of exam days that I've had so far. Um, I only have one left on um, on Friday, which I feel very confident about. But anyway, um, I I was messaging with a friend, and we were literally like, he sent me a, a cute TikTok of these like best friend uh, matching tattoos. And I just messaged him back, so we're getting tattoos. And he's like, yep, and next thing I know, we're headed to a tattoo parlor. <laughs> um, I don't recommend just doing this out of the blue. Um, my friend has gotten all of his tattoos at this place, so he knew it was a good one. Don't worry, we didn't do one of those sorts of things. You want to at least make sure that the tattoo artists know what they're doing. Anyway, um... And yeah, I have never, people who know me know that I am not someone who gets impromptu tattoos. Um, I do have tattoos. I have a few of them. Um, and almost, yeah, almost all of them I have sat on for at least a year before getting them, even though they were extremely meaningful to me and I knew I wanted them. Even figuring out where I'm going to place them on my body really matters to me. I um, have a few tattoos, but a lot of people have never seen them. Um, I've had, I've been friends with people for years and until I go to the beach with them and put on a bathing suit, they're like, oh, I never noticed that you had tattoos. So um, yeah, they're really, for me, they're, they're something to express a point in my life, a change, something I feel I need to not forget, something I need to remember. Um, and they've always been really, really meaningful tattoos uh, for me. Um, I have, so I guess I'll tell you, I have um, a little diamond on my ankle. And that was my first tattoo. Um, I got it in memory of my bubby. Um, as you, if you guys listened to last episode, you know that 
Um, she was a really important person in my life. And her death was a really tragic changing point in my life and for my family. Um, but she taught me a lot, you know, even in the years that she was alive, you know, I, I she passed away when I was 11. Um, I remember some memories like crystal clear of her. And one of the things that I remember about her and something that she said to me was to to be strong, like to always be strong and never let life get you down. And when life puts pressure on you, um, I'm totally screwing up exactly how she said it, but she said that, you know, that saying about how when be like coal, you know, like when it's under pressure, it, it gets turned into a diamond, it gets turned into a gem. And so um, I remember her saying that to me and um, I'm going to say this without crying. I can't. <laughs> um, it, it, I know that she wasn't able to be uh, remain strong the way she wanted to. So I put that on myself when I was 18 to remind myself that I need to continue to remain strong for myself, but also for her. Um, and live my life to the fullest because she did live till she was about 60 years old. But at the same time, she had so much life left in her. Um, anyway, so that was a memorial tattoo for her. Um, and it meant a lot to me. And then about a couple years later, um, I ended up getting Carpe Diem tattooed on my inner left arm, my bicep. Um... And it symbolized a few different things for me. It, it One, I had always thought about getting a tattoo that represented childhood or like my youth. Um, and I had a, a really hard time in high school. Um, that's like a whole other story for another time. Um, I was always a great student. It wasn't that. Like I said, there was just a lot of things happening in my personal life and family life and things were just very tricky. And I ended up getting into um, a musical theater program and going to a special um, performance art high school, uh, which was really amazing for me. Um, but I had this one teacher who I'll probably talk about in another episode because he was, he taught me so much. Things that to this day, you know, I almost, I should probably contact him. I don't know if that's weird after all these years, but um, he just changed my life in so many ways. And I'll never forget, one of the things that he had us learn was um, the we, we read and watched the Dead Poets Society. And Robin Williams, to me, represents childhood. Like, out of any comedian, any actor of that time, I could put on Robin Williams at no matter how I feel. And it just, he just makes me smile. Like, he's just, he was such an incredible person. Um, and I think maybe too, you know, the fact that he took his own life and maybe there's some sort of connection there of like feeling like I need to live, um, my life to the fullest, um, you know, in response to the way that some of these people, um, that I care about so much, you know, ended up taking theirs. But anyway, um, so in Dead Poets Society, there was a, a poem that I was thinking about getting on my arm, but it was a little too long. And I just realized I'm like, you know, what sums up that, you know, to me, it was like, 
the Dead Poet Society was English class. It was studying literature. It was studying poetry. It was studying theater. There was a perfect mix of it. It reminded me of childhood because of Robin Williams. And I realized I was like, carpe diem. Carpe diem. I don't care how cliche it sounds. Um, yeah, it was carpe diem. And I, and I realized that the accumulation of all the things that I was trying to remember all sort of come down to a reminder to myself to seize the day. And so anyway, that was my second tattoo. And then <laughs> my third tattoo was, um, I'll make this one really quick. Um, it was a drunk night with my two best friends and I, they both have had tattoos all sorts of tattoos, and I had never gotten a stick and poke tattoo, and thank God one of them was sober, so don't, you know, don't hate on me for that, but um, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't that dumb. I had the sober one write and uh, 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 draw the uh, piece of artwork on my foot. Uh, yeah, my foot. Uh, one of the most painful places to get a tattoo. Um, and <laughs> proceeded to stick and poke this tattoo onto my foot, um, which it was not amazing, but it was so meaningful to me because I thought, okay, I'm here with my two best friends. I was living in my first apartment at the time by myself. Um, again, another really big transitional time in my life. And my friend, originally, my first friend drew like this sort of ivy looking um, greenery sort of thing. And it was really pretty. Um, but they said something along the lines of like, this just, it's just not her. And I was like, okay. So to my other friend, I was like, well, if it's not quite me, then what is me? And he ended up drawing this, uh, budding rose. And, um, I don't know how we came up with the idea, but ultimately the reason behind it was that, you know, I'm always growing, I'm always blooming and to, you know, that I'm this beautiful rose that's that's always growing and blooming. And so anyway, I, I had that done. And then when I was in Costa Rica this past year in March, I believe, um, I ended up having a really good tattoo artist in Nosara redo the rose, the budding rose. And now it looks way better. But anyway, uh, back to now. Being in Paris, everything's sort of coming to a close. Um, we just we just went for it. I, I just decided, you know, I'm going to figure it out when we get there. <laughs> I started looking up some designs. I had some things that I, were, I was thinking about uh, over the past, um, you know, probably year actually. So maybe I did actually think about this for a year before I got it done. But the actual act itself was so spontaneous. Um but I ended up getting a, uh, a very minimalistic, simple, uh, little black and white snail tattoo on my right bicep. So why a snail, you ask yourself? <laughs> um, I had sort of a personal experience um, that's hard to explain here in Paris during the hardest point in probably my entire life. Um, but also the hardest part, um, the lowest point of this past year. 
Um, I was really going through a lot. Um, the worst heartbreak, just so many, so many transitions. And I had this little, you know, I would almost say spiritual experience with these snails that were in my neighborhood. Um, and one night in particular really stuck out to me. But what I experienced when I was with this snail <laughs> was um, the same thing that I wanted to have permanently on my arm as a reminder. And I, I don't think I will continue to do this forever to have reminders like this, but there's some things I feel you you just need to have these little reminders, whether you're like me and sometimes put sticky notes on your walls or have it the first thing you see in your journal or the first thing you see when you wake up in the morning. For me, one of the ways I express myself is by putting it on me permanently. So um, I have named this snail Pierre. Don't ask me why. Um, but little Pierre reminds me of a few things. He reminds me now, here's where we get to the actual topic of the episode. Long awaited topic of the episode. So he reminds me to take it slow. And that no matter how long things take, that I will always get where I need to go. He also reminds me that I leave an impression everywhere I go. And so to make sure that that impression is one of love, is one of compassion, and one where people can look back and just have the most amazing and beautiful memories with me. That's that's what I want. That's what I want to do for people and for myself. And the last thing is that these animals, creatures, um, snails have their own beauty and grace and that they're only appreciated by some but that I need to focus my time and energy on the people who actually do appreciate the things in life that some people don't see or don't take the time to really appreciate. So this sort of leads me to why I wanted to share this uh, with you guys in the first place. Because like I said, most of my tattoos or all of my tattoos are really just for me. Um, they're just reminders for myself. And I don't even necessarily care too much if anyone ever really sees them because they're for me. They're art for me um, and to remind me of the things that matter most in life. But one of the biggest lessons I learned this past year was to slow down. I have always been someone who goes, 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 does, 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 is always up to something. Um, friends and partners have laughed at me in the past for, I, I have this thing that I say all the time where I'm like, you know, I have so much to do. I always have so much to do. And I do. Um, but sometimes it's important to not have so much to do. Or even if you have a lot to do, understand that life is not about consistently being productive or consistently doing things. Consistently, like, yes, it's important to, you know, I am I am full for, I support, I, I want people to go out there and live your best life and try all the experiences you can and do everything you possibly can. 
But something I had worked through, or I guess I'm still working through a little bit with a coach, um, with my coach right now uh, for the past while, is I feel like I have this internal ticking clock that is always going and reminding me that there's not enough time or that I don't, you know, who knows when you're going to, when you're going to die or when you're, you know, that's a little morbid, but it's, it's just the truth. It's like, you know, time is, is not infinite. And, um, there's a big reason why when we were kids and we lived like we had all the time in the world, we were a lot happier. Um, versus as adults, we get into the zone of like, we have deadlines, we have, you know, school deadlines, we have work deadlines, we have responsibilities. And we look at these things like, like over time, they become these stressful things, they become these negative things. And they're not supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be a blessing, it's supposed to be a a positive thing, something to be grateful for that we have all these things that we are, we want to do or uh, supposed to do or that people are relying on us for. And that's all fine and wonderful. But sometimes we need to just slow down. We need to turn the clock off. Turn, turn the alarm clock off. Turn the internal clock off. And allow ourselves to live in the moment. Because we don't have tomorrow. We don't have yesterday. We're not living in the future or living in the past. And there's, you know, validity about thinking about them both. But we spend so much of our time in the past and in the future that we're not living enough in the now. And all we really have is now. And, you know, something I had a hard time with for a while, and I've noticed that, um, you know, a lot of people I've met in life sometimes have a hard time with this is being able to just turn off all stimulation so don't not listening to music not watching anything not looking at anything um you know and just sit still just sit still with your mind with yourself just appreciate the moment you know go through your five senses what are you smelling right now what are you what are you seeing? What are you tasting? What are you, um, you know, hearing? And and really be completely mindful of everything you're experiencing now. Because if we just go, 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 go through our entire lives, we are going to accomplish some amazing things, but we're going to look back at the end of our lives and go, wow, I did all of that? But I didn't slow down to appreciate it. I didn't stop to smell the roses. You know, that's something my mom has always said to me my whole life. And I'm really grateful to her for for drilling that sentence into my head. Is like, have you stopped and smelled the roses? Or something else she likes to say is, have you stopped and smelled the coffee? I didn't really drink coffee until this past year. But university will do that to you. But... You just have to stop and smell and appreciate and look around you. You know, take time for the people in your life. Take time for yourself. Just slow down. 
because you're going to get where you want to go. You know, if you're taking all of the right steps, you're going to get where you want to go. And, you know, anyone who has learned anything um, or knows anything about manifestation, for example, knows that even if you're doing all the right things, that sometimes when we are like so passionate about having something happen now, we're going to do it now, we're going to take action now, we forget the step that we we almost create so much attachment to something that by doing too much, by acting too much, by saying too much, by pushing, 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 we're actually extending what you want to happen even farther into the future because you're not ready. You're not ready to receive it. So my, you know, I guess my message today through this episode is please slow down. You know, don't live your life and then get to the end of it and go, did I even really live it? Did I even really appreciate it? Did I ever really stop and be in the moment? You know, it doesn't matter if you're at work, you're at school, you're traveling, you're, you know, reading, writing, painting your nails, um, eating something. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. I want you to take a few seconds. Everyone has at least a few seconds. If you're going to do something, you might as well do it well, right? Don't half-ass it. Do it well. Do it 100%. And so if you're going to eat something, appreciate the taste. Appreciate the the nutrients, the vitamins, the everything that you're getting from it, the smell of it, everything. You know, if you're listening to a piece of music, Turn off everything else around you and really just appreciate absolutely everything about that piece of music. You know, dance, get into it, move your body, like just fully be alive. And I think that that's a key to truly, truly living and living your life to the fullest is yes, we need action. Yes, we need to move forward. But sometimes that go, go, go is maybe based on like a trauma response or this feeling like we're not worthy enough unless we're being productive. Or, you know, there's a multitude of reasons as to why we uh, feel this, this push to go, go, go and be busy, busy, busy. And part of it is societal, but a lot of it is the own pressures that we have interpreted internally on ourselves. So that's the message I wanted to to mention today was, yes, I got a tattoo, but more than the tattoo, it was about the meaning of it and how important it is to slow down. Um, It's just as important as speeding up. It's just as important as taking action. And so, you know, maybe some exercises you can do. Um, There's so many that you can do. Like I said, you know, pick a song and really, truly appreciate it. There's, there's so many ways, that, like in, in almost everything you do in your life, you can find a way to be mindful. But a practice that I would really think would help if you are feeling like you're having this, this need to go, 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 and you want to practice slowing down is pick something, you know, pick absolutely anything and allow yourself to just fully engage with that one thing or better yet, 
you know, and this sounds so silly that it's something that people have a hard time doing, but it's the truth, is practice sitting in silence for even just one minute. If you can't even do one minute, start with one minute, okay? And then move up from there. And like I said, you know, meditation is an amazing practice. Um, it's something I do every single day. Um, but it doesn't have, meditation doesn't have to be necessarily just sitting in silence if it's not something that you're ready to sort of take on doing yet and see the importance of, or, you know, you haven't done enough uh, work on your mindset that that's totally possible. You know, maybe you have a really negative internal voice that you're working on and you need a little more time and a little more practice calming that voice and re reprogramming before you're able to do that. And that's fine. But like I said, pick a song, dance it out, pick a food, really taste it. Just slow down. Something else I think would also be really beneficial, and I try and do this um, as much as possible, but at very least, um, I would say picking even just one day a month, or better yet, one day a week, where you can just turn your cell phone off, unplug. If you can't unplug for whatever reason, because you have kids, or you know, you whatever reason your occupation doesn't allow you to do so, um, go out into nature and just do something that allows you and your brain and your life to just slow down. And I promise you, this is going to, like, like almost everything I say here, it's going to change your life. It will. It absolutely will. Uh, this is just one of many things that I will be talking about on this podcast that will help change your life. And um, please, if you have found this in this episode in any way entertaining, helpful, useful, um, please, you know, follow, subscribe to the podcast, to um, our Instagram page for the podcast, the Academy of Self-Love on Instagram. Um, and yeah, I mean, thank you guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast. So far, the, um, results of everyone who's tuned in is amazing. But honestly, if even this podcast just reaches a couple people and helps someone, even just one person, then I feel like I'm living out my purpose with this. So thank you guys. And, um, I will speak to you next episode. Bye for now.